You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Celebrity Apprentice After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV Celebrity Apprentice After Show. That's right, Bing is for doing, and we are doing another AfterBuzz After Show here at AfterBuzz Studios, getting ready to talk about Celebrity Apprentice. Man, this show is so good. And we've had a very uh, amazing luxury of having a great panel with us every week. My name is Ronnie Jr. I'm joined by Kim Lai Yingling, Kristen Carney, and Alina Akro. That was too close to Corny. <laughs> Carney, Carney, corny. Carney. I'm so corny. Corny. Yeah. corny. I'm so corny. My apologies. Anyway. No, and I you don't care. mind I'm just me so corny. Right for the second week in a row. That's right. We're, we're best friends now. Alina yes. Akram. And here's the thing it is a Celebrity Apprentice, season number 12, episode 5. Uh, I'm going to mop the floor with you, Aubrey. Uh, I'm going to mop the floor with you. It's really I'm going to mop the floor with you, but it's turned into I'm going to mop the floor with you, Aubrey, because, you know, here, here's no, the thing. No. As I, as She's I intro, like, what did I come to? As I, no way, I love it. As I intro our special guest, I mean, if people are trying and attempting to mop the floor with you, it's because you, you have something to say. And obviously, we'll do the interview aspect with Aubrey in just a second. But for now, we're just going inter- to introduce her and have her be a uh, panelist for Celebrity Apprentice, Yay. the show that you're on. Welcome. Hey. Hi. Exciting. My dog's there too. Yay. <laughs> Not to be confused with the mop. Not to be confused with the mop. She's so much cuter. Aubrey, so what's up? I mean, first of all, you coming in, getting to watch the show with other fans. I mean, that's all essentially what we are, super fans. And you saw stuff on the show and you were like, oh, hell no. Right, I had no. to take yeah. a woo song. Yeah. When Arsenio tried saying that, that it was amazing that Diddy fired me, had to take a woo song on that one. Because we think of it as like, oh, she's already seen the episodes. No, like... No. They shoot the show when you know a couple months back, and you're watching it just like us, and you right. don't know what people are saying about you. Were you no, surprised? not at all. It's a big show. It's a difficult show, but you get to give back to your charity at the end of the day. Right. Uh, did you have any reservations even starting to go to Celebrity Apprentice? I mean, it's a great platform, though. Um, I, you know, I never looked at it as a platform. I never look at anything I do as, as a means to some end. I used to, and I was so unhappy when I was doing that. So with this show, I saw it as an opportunity to do something that I haven't been able to do in eight years. My career consists of singing and dancing and acting every day. So being able to come on a, a show where I can create, you know, products, create, you know, marketing behind products and be able to sell them and execute, you know, uh, doing videos or doing viral videos or like what you saw tonight. I mean, all those things felt appealing to me and, and, you know, allowed me to really expand my mind in ways that I hadn't since college. Yeah. And you know I thought you did good. I know you did, From episode one. No, (laughs) not even from episode one, and we'll get into all this later. uh, From the Wikipedia page when it had introduced who who the people were going to be on the next cast, I was like, okay, 
I don't really care who else is there. Aubrey brings heat. You don't understand. That's and I how know- I feel about Maria on Dancing with the Stars, too. Is she so. not going to kill it? Are you team Manuf? That's the... the, oh. the that, that's, no, that's the Twitter handle. I know it sounds funny. It's, yeah. it's Der- Manunos and... <laughs> Dude, I love everything she does. Okay, anyways. Uh, um, she's going to do great, right? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah, she's... Uh, she's beautiful. Beautiful, good looking. She has a Talented. book. Talented. The Everyday right. Girl's Guide to Life. Right, I got to cop that one. Some of the girls on your team got to pick that up, right? For sure. <laughs> you mean some of the girls on the guys' team or on my team? <laughs> there you go. Um, Kim, like, break down uh, yeah. the episode itself. So, uh, the charity, we always... I love the beginning of the episode because we get to see the charity uh, yes. sort of pay off at the beginning. <laughs> Um, last week was really good. Last week, was it um, Diana? No, no. Yeah, it was Diana. It was Diana's charity. We did see that. And then this week, we're actually going to feature Lou's charity. We're going to feature Lou's charity. And I think, are we going to do that towards the end? Yeah. We're going to do that towards the end. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into the breakdown of the Mm -hmm. episode. And this episode is called, I'm Going to Mop the Floor with You. And I think Penn Gillette, I keep wanting to call him Penn Teller. Penn Gillette (laughs) is the one who actually came up Right? Or was it the motorcycle no, man? No, Paul. Paul Senior. Paul it, Senior. The motorcycle man. Okay. And the, it was for Cedar Pro Mist, which is like the Swiffer, but green, red. And it's they had to do a viral video for this 100-year-old mop company. So the project managers for the men's team, um, Lou, he finally gets to shine, we hope. We well, hope. he's been Literally, wanting to. He's shining been wanting oh! And then um, the women's team was Tia. So... Oh, Tia's project manager. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Your, your yeah, favorite. The... Aubrey's favorite. Yes. And then, you know what? <laughs> to, at the beginning, there obviously some things happened at the beginning. And, like, to, you were not a favorite tonight on the message boards. Right. Why, though? Um, why? So, why? So, you know, I mean, there was a whole... What does she do? ...world of names that came up on the message. We were reading them. Joe was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So why don't you tell us what your take is? Uh, they, <clears throat> you were mean. Um... And that you were well. You, we heard your choice words to Tia later on in the boards room. In the boardroom. Oh, speaking but of wh- age. What's your take on? I mean, because we don't know the pressure that you're under. We don't know, you know, what you're actually going through at that moment. What they've edited. So, right. what, what's your take on what happened at the beginning? Um, well, basically, when we film those um, confessionals, we do that mm-hmm. after we've experienced each other throughout the entire task and already know who's won and lost. Oh. So when you see us in the confessionals. You're working off of whatever your experience was already. Now, when people see it, they might think that there's already some type of feeling toward each other during it. But really, it, it my feeling and what I said in any of my interviews had to do with my experience with her prior. Um, I, I had not, I, I didn't even notice Tia really th- throughout the whole thing. She kind of laid back in the cut. She was more quiet. She never really had any opinion. She never really stood out as somebody that, um, you know, I, I paid attention to. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it's very difficult when you have a room full of Type A personalities to stand out. Um, and, and you got to be able to stand up and say, "Hey, pay attention to me." That's how this this show works. Right. And and that may not be the right element for her. It doesn't mean that she's a bad person. It doesn't mean anything personally about her. In fact, this show means nothing personally about any of us because none of us know each other on that level. This is about business and everybody right. tends to forget that. So, but why were people giving you such a hard time tonight? What you, were you saying? You like, know, defend what, some of the things that you were saying. Right. Um, I, this is how I see it, okay? I didn't enjoy working with Tia. I had a lot of the, the way they make it seem on this show is that there's some alliance between Debbie and Lisa and I. Mm-hmm. In fact, you see 
um, Debbie and I throughout this entire thing not getting along. There was no alliance. And with Lisa and I, we are the most opposite people that I that I think there are on this show. It was never about a friendly, like, let's team up. Let's be the mean girls. Let's do this or that. It was straight business. You know what you're doing and you do it well and so do I. I can throw something at you. You'll throw something back. You'll get something done. I'll get something done. I don't have to second guess you and I don't have to, I have to ask you five times or do your job. So there's a mutual respect here and we're going to rock with that. That is how Lisa and I existed as friends and mm-hmm. Once Debbie started really proving herself in that way, we rocked with her too. It had nothing to do with friends or not. I don't consider anyone on that show necessarily prior to going on or being on it my friend. It takes me years to establish real friendships with people. It takes me years to trust people. Nobody's anyone's friends on this show. Mm -hmm. That's just an illusion that they give the audience because everybody likes to feel like there's some side that they can root for. Right. Um, We're all individuals on this show and there's only one person that stands at the end of the day. So to assume that, you know, let's all just be kind to each other and let's all not talk about each other's you know inefficiencies with business then why are you on the show the show's about business and the show's about discussing how you handle your business and there are a million ways to handle business tia handles it differently than we do if that were efficient and that's what the show wanted then she'd still be here and that's the point i didn't appreciate how she was handling business and Mm -hmm. i did feel exactly what i said in the boardroom which is that she made personal calls throughout the entire time i don't care about being personal calls like on the phone or like personal calls in regards to the choices personal calls in regards to all of her choices i mean it was Ah. it started out from the beginning that there was you know what people don't see is that there's phone conversations text messages and time off camera so so just from the very beginning there was already an alliance established between Diana and Patricia hands down that's a fact Mm -hmm. now from there they started teaming up with the people that yes felt left out and felt um, not included in the idea circles now it's not as simple as you know there's the cool people and the non-cool people which I do want to address last week when I said that the cool bus and the uncool bus right I want to address that when I said that I was laughing because and that was actually an interview that was taped at a different time because there were times where I wasn't in the cool van and it's just a fact that there was always the van that the person had all their favorites in and then there was the other van and I rode in both throughout it and Mm -hmm. I've never been a cool van I'm not a cool type person I don't believe in cool people I wanted to be cool my whole life and now that I'm finally older I hate cool so it had nothing to do with with, um, you know, we're cool and they're not. It, it wasn't even said in that way. I was laughing with the producer, like, there's the cool van. And, you know, everybody can interpret it the way they want. But in actuality, I was making fun of the fact that there are these two vans in this division that, by the way, they created the, the production, you mm-hmm. know, because we could have fit everyone in one freaking van. Right, right. right. Uh, they want to make I it seem like, like there's clicks. Hold on, hold right. on one yeah. sec. Which is just good television, frankly. Yeah. yeah. What's up, Aubrey, if, if you don't mind, can you, uh, can you scooch down just a little bit? We had perfect frame for you. Which, which down? Which uh, cheek needs to move? Just, uh, just lower yourself. Yeah, you got up on your legs and it raised you up a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, your, right. your framing got off. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Back to all this great um, conversation. So basically, I, I was very frustrated with working with her. I personally, Tia. yes, I personally heard a lot of comments behind the scenes and saw a lot of things that were just catty on her mm-hmm. behalf. And what in turn I did was expressed that in the wrong way in my interviews because it was built up and unfortunately some of that came out in the wrong way Mm -hmm. um it do i wish i was a perfect person and every single day i just said the the right thing and i just was so politically correct about it sure i I think everyone does but i also think that everyone can agree that at times we've come out of our face and said things um a little blunt about somebody Mm -hmm. that we dislike and i never disliked her as a person i don't know her as a person Mm -hmm. i disliked the way that she managed our team i disliked the cattiness in which i saw her running things I just like the comments that she made behind my back prior 
the, the one thing people don't understand about this show, I never had anything to say about anybody behind anyone's back. I went to my room and I closed the door and I went to bed. I had my dogs and I had my bath time. Did and you guys I, have individual rooms? Yeah. But what was happening all the time when we'd get home is the strategizing and the people going to different rooms. I was asked to come to people's rooms all the time. Not once do I go to people's rooms. People came to my room. Mm-hmm. But I didn't go to people's rooms. I didn't need to make clicks. I relied on my mind. When I came into that, no one was looking at me like a fierce competitor. Everyone was like, oh, this girl's going to go yeah. quickly. Let's right. move on. There were also all kinds of comments going on about, oh, well, we can't get rid of this person because they're a favorite. And we can't do this and we can't do that. And there oh, were always all these like manipulative strategies that were being created behind the scenes. I didn't play any of those games. I never did what I was supposed to do. And I never played along with the clicks. And I never played along with the manipulations that were taking place. Mm-hmm. I said what I felt I, I I operated by my own standard and yes sometimes I I'm a I have a certain type of humor that's not for everybody mm-hmm. and I, I'm perfectly fine with that I'm 27 year 28 now and I'm perfectly oh my fine God, with Aubrey, that sold. no but and let me let me address that too you know I have a mom that you know is just getting a divorce at 60 and has conversations with me about finding true love all the time and says I'm 60 and I still hope that he'll come one day Aww. and I, I'm not the person that is an ageist or gives a crap about age I think Tia looks beautiful never once did you hear me Do say you feel bad that you said that this this is what I feel bad for mm-hmm. I was angry with her and instead of keeping it to business. I took a personal shot, which I shouldn't have mm-hmm. done. It, it happened with everybody throughout the entire show. It, the lack of sleep and the hours and the way that the situation works mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. makes you not be able to think clearly about everything that's coming out of your mouth. I was frustrated at a lot of the things she had said about me, a lot of the perceptions she had about me. Mm-hmm. As you can see at the, you know, at the end, I finally let it out. I was sitting there boiling during the entire boardroom and I didn't, say your what did I say she was 40 or 50 I, I, I said you're a woman in your 50s okay let's yeah. just and so then, you know I didn't say she's 50 meaning like that's a bad thing my mom's 60 and beautiful and amazing and I love her and she's uh, more of a woman than I'll ever be um, at this stage in my life or, or maybe even at 60 you know the demographics but, for the show is like right I, but that's that's again <laughs> that's again playing by a rule which you'll see a lot of people do I didn't, didn't I, but, but what I want to say is I didn't say she was 50 as if that's a bad thing I was making a point which everybody lost because the front of the comment yeah. was harsh mm-hmm. it was which was I'm 27 and you're however old she is I said 50 I, I thought that's what she was either way I didn't say it and like that's bad I what you I, recovered what I thought you was recovered bad, I mean, because not, you but, said well, I'm 27 if I can have these ideas at 27 right. and you, you haven't jumped have on the bandwagon because yet the thing you with, should be more the thing with Tia she made a lot of excuses it was always everybody's so loud so I just don't get to have an opinion or, or these people are teamed up and that's why I just didn't get to, to be a good project manager stop making excuses Mm-hmm. Everybody was teamed up against me from the very beginning, but you don't see me crying about it. I stood up, I handled my business, and I proved myself every week. And if everybody in this room hates me, you didn't hate my ideas because you use them every week. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, did you have something? Well, or you're going to ask her about the, the episode or before? Well, along with the age, I mean, I, I mean, I get it. I'm, this, I'm the same age, and you know, I don't look at. I don't look at people in their 50s as older. Um, 50 is the new 20. It is. This, Wait, it Michael, really is. I, want, I wanted to say one thing, though. Whole- Didn't age have something to do with this task, though? Because viral videos is more typically a younger, plugged-in thing. I oh, mean, definitely. Well, definitely. Men's, finish what you were going to... Well, I was just... the. Um, I believe you had a quote that said, this brand has been around for 100 years like right. Tia. That was the caddy part. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think... The thing that I said in the boardroom girl, wasn't... I mean, I think it's that funny. That part was bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it, regardless, it's funny, but I understand personal feelings get in the way, but I think saying... saying that bring, Bringing the age up twice is probably what maybe did it in for maybe people making comments right. and stuff. 
I don't care. You know, I mean, I personally don't care. I think it's funny. Right. I like to be entertained. I like I like when people say things like that. Right. I'm like, yeah, do it. Come on. I want to be entertained, but I'm not watching right. this necessarily to, to grow my brain power, although you guys have really great ideas. It's fun to see those types of comments, and I think that you do an amazing job at handling people coming at you because mm-hmm. I know from even doing something like this, and we get comments maybe, you know, on YouTube, or I, I will curl up in a ball for two days, and I'm like, everybody hates me. And I have to applaud you for being so strong. And we when, love you, Kristen. Yeah, <laughs> I don't love myself, but, but you know, I think <laughs> oh that's gosh. really cool that you know, you can, All you know, right. you can dish it out and you can take it. And I think that's pretty and badass. And you keep it real. Right, yeah. and, I, and I want to say there were so many comments made throughout it about me or in general that were so nasty by all the people that everyone's defending. They just didn't have the balls to say it on camera. And I did. That's the difference. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, a lot of what you say in those interviews are probably fed off, you know, it's different. You're in the boardroom, you say what you say, but then in those those interviews, I mean, it's probably you sitting with the producer for a great amount of time, and you maybe you're stressed, and you say your natural thoughts. So boom, moving well, on from that. Yeah. Yes. You know what? This goes right into last week um, when Adam... Say Adam Gillette. I'm getting. I get everybody's names mixed up. Um, when Adam Carolla was let go, you're fired. yes, you're fired. you're fired. And then the other guy was fired, Andretti. And then he did his podcast on Tuesday, and he said that the real reason why he was he was talking about the real reason he was fired, and I think Penn was on the show with him, and they were talking about all the things that we as viewers don't see. In regards to the show, and he said that that's not even how it happened, and it wasn't even about that his. What what was that? His his process of what was he going on sucked. It was that the producers had told him that he should do a Steve Jobs type of presentation. Yeah, they did say that. So did they, they do change his That's true. presentation? For exactly. Him. I I don't I don't know because I didn't ever see the guy's work, but I do think that from what I understood that they did a better job. You know, sometimes this is the thing about this show. Sometimes the better team wins and sometimes the better team loses. Yeah. The better team doesn't always win. If you're sitting at home and you think that, welcome to reality, the reality of reality, reality TV. TV. Right. <laughs> I always think that too. I'm always like, oh, they're going to, Donald or the producers are going to pick this team because this is the right time for them to battle it out. I mean, you almost feel that that's going to happen. Well, we think the same thing when he fires certain people too. At least I do. Or when he coddles some people like, like Diana. Diana. Like Diana. Every week oh, from the beginning. Aubrey, what, what are you thinking over there? What's I know. Listen, We're going to go this, off on Diana, on Debbie, on... No, I love Debbie. I, 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 we have questions. Yeah, I love Debbie. But listen, <laughs> this is the thing. I, I love Diana, too. Listen, she... This is the thing. It's not about her. It's just about the it's fact not, that she gets coddled by him This is him the thing. And no I, ta- I talked to Clay Aiken the other day. You know, he made the comment about I'm jealous of her. She's prettier. I was insecure, whatever. Now, I spoke to him and I was like, did you really think that? And he said, yeah, from our perspective and the perspective mm-hmm. that we were given. And he said, I was intimidated by you. And so I didn't like you. And I didn't I didn't want to like you. And I wanted to be aggressive toward you. Uh, now, um, that was prior to I, him knowing me. So right. you have to understand that's what happens when you don't like someone or you have a little thought about them. Mm-hmm. Then somebody gossips and somebody, all the engines start and the, the text messages start and the late night meetings start and all the bullshit starts. Can I say that? Sorry. Yeah, you said it. Once it all, <laughs> we once don't have all, a bleeper. We're once live. it all starts, um, people will create an image or a feeling about someone and it doesn't even necessarily exist because of that person is a certain way, but just because of their own insecurities and fears and whatever, which is usually the reason why everybody hates, frankly. But either way, um, you know, I said, did you think that? And he said, listen, we thought that. And I also was intimidated by you. So I loved to make it known. And then after I worked with her, I realized, geez, they're not hating. She really just is full of 
non-existent Do you think, gifts. obviously, your personality <laughs> is what it is, and I love it, and you know that people don't. Do you think the hair color change, you know, the bright red hair, did that have anything to do with it when, you know, because you've been a blonde for the most part and right. now switched it up? Did you think that, like, also gave people a chance to be... Do we have that blonde pick? I sent in a blonde pick. <laughs> Girl, I was Googling you... Um, always a blonde and there was no red I'm like oh no no this is not the girl and then he showed me some picture I'm like no no well, no that's not her either the reason I say about the red hair our Maria Canellis uh, does the WWE after show here mm-hmm. and she also you know some of the women isn't ha- she red hair yeah, she's right. That's what I'm saying. On Celebrity Apprentice, she was a strong oh, woman. Oh, I like her. You know what I'm saying? And that's, so it's also, mm-hmm. you know, strong woman doing her thing, and that's why some of these women don't like her on the show. I just wondered if you caught right. a little Listen, extra. I knew no one was going to like me. I, I, You know, people talk all kinds of horrible things about me in the media. Everybody was going online to get their opinions of people. My online portrayal is not accurate and also um, pretty harsh. So I don't think anyone thought I was going to be smart. I don't think anyone thought I was going to be an effective business leader. I don't think anyone thought that they needed to take me seriously Fair. for very long. Um, but, but, but I didn't care, so pretty. you know, you either have ideas or you don't. And the, the cool thing about Celebrity Apprentice is whether you hate me, um, all day long or not, I'm the one that came up with the ideas and either had you win or, um, you know, helped you execute. So at the end of the day, what can you really say about me right now? Uh, the, the internet told you I was an asshole. You think that that's going to send me home? You know, right? You're definitely proving well, people wrong because honestly, like you know, you see Aubrey O'Day; she's a pretty girl who can sing and dance. You don't think, oh, she's going to come in here and have all this business strategy no, I and did. intelligence? I knew it from day one. But I got, but I got really proving to I have me theories to support that later on. Let's do the let's do the task, and then we'll dissect the boardroom yes. a little bit, and then we could do a commercial. And I want to do some photos, a whole bunch of stuff with Aubrey because we do and have questions. her here. Yeah, uh, feel free mm-hmm. to hit us up on the phone calls if you want four two four two five six seventeen twenty nine. Four two four two five six seventeen twenty nine. I feel like Ooh, I say, somebody told me I said that fast, but it's because I sing it because I, I memorize it better if I sing it that way. It's your radio voice. Anyways, so you said it mm-hmm. twice. It's good. Well, that's why I did it. Anyway, so You're let's amazing. talk about this task. Uh, viral video. Anyone want to chime in on what they thought of this task here? Well, okay. Oh, I will. <laughs> Go ahead, Kim. Lie. Um, I thought that okay, Lisa exploding. I mean, I thought that was going to come. I, it was clear that she was getting a little. She was getting frustrated. I mean, I probably would have been frustrated too. Diana frustrates me. Just watching her frustrates me. Um, her language barrier. Oh, when when she ordered penises instead of peonies, I about died. <laughs> and uh, once again, I'll go back to her going barroom. Did we go to the bar room? <laughs> and so that whole penis thing was hilarious. It was and funny. It's like she gets so upset. It just seems, I mean, what's your opinion as well? But it seems like she gets so upset when someone tries to delegate her a task, and it's not necessarily a task that she has come up with. So I still don't even know what she can really do. I just either do I. I just think she doesn't have the ideas, and then she just. Well, but she still wants to be a part of okay, something, so right. she's always like that little kid. Like, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? But when people hey, give here, her I'm something here, to do, she doesn't want to do it unless she's going to do her no, idea. No, no, no. Let me. This is what it, this is. Diana in a nutshell. Okay. Oh God. She. <laughs> oh God. She. Um. She's eager, and she doesn't mm-hmm. want to be the dumb beauty queen. And I know yeah. what that feels like because I'm eager, and I don't want to be the dumb Playboy model. So. It's just a defense mechanism, and I think that she needs a little bit more life experience or um, studying in certain areas to be able to be a great marketing person. She's been able to market herself in a great way, so you got to give her props on mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. With the way that we need to have the ability to think to market to all these 
uh, you know, variety of companies. That's mm-hmm. not her skill set right now. No. Um, she has plenty of time to learn it, and she'll be um, an amazing, hopefully, an amazing mind and uh, a creative force to be reckoned with um, as she grows. N- now's not the time, and, you know, she's an amazing Miss Universe, not meant for Celebrity Apprentice to be the winner. She's great to look at. I love looking at her every week. She's beautiful. Um, I just didn't like to have to hear her mm-hmm. um, chiming up with loud ideas that were not moving us forward. She was constantly derailing and there was a time and a place and she existed on this show far beyond her her capability mm-hmm. now. And it was frustrating because it was constantly derailing us and there's mm-hmm. not a lot of time to get a lot done. And when you're having to do someone else's job, carry their weight, explain, and then go to a boardroom where somebody obsesses over how amazing she is the entire time and won't listen to you. So and I, I, so I, I, I feel frustrating. Like- I feel like Lou in, and Diana have some, although obviously very different looking, and all that, they have something really Mary. similar, which is the insecurity because they've gotten to, success. To prove themselves, maybe right? Because they've gotten success based off of their looks or their muscles. See, I don't and, get a sense of insecurity from Diana. I get a sense of I she do. has not had enough life experience yet. Well, I get a sense of insecurity because she's so defensive. You know, def- okay. if you're defensive, okay. that's just, you know, like a cover for okay. insecurity. The only difference between her and Louis is she has Donald this- Trump. She, he's got her back mm-hmm. and Patricia's got her back. Yeah, but Donald Lou also doesn't seems have to anybody. have Donald also seems to have <laughs> yeah. Patricia, if Patricia Lou wasn't have there. Anybody. If no. Patricia wasn't there, I'm not sure how well Diana would do. I yeah. mean, that's the honest that's truth. Tr- of it. She's definitely in her And corner. I haven't even decided if I'm really loving uh, Patricia as far as her work ethic yet. I'm kind of I don't know yet. We haven't really yeah, seen her. I'm much. not loving your I know she started either off as because a why manager. are you defending Diana if it's not for the right reason? Well, that it's just like an ethnicity thing. Yeah, it's, it's like, that it's like a cultural thing or something, it seems like. It is. It was. And you know what? Good for them. You know, they understand a culture. They understand a language. They ha- they they spoke the same language. Mm-hmm. So you're coming into a situation where their natural language is something else. And they were trying to, you know, they both speak English as well. And they were trying to communicate with us in something that's our natural language. So there were language barriers. And they were speaking Spanish with each well, other a lot because that's their first language. And that's fine. But in, in a world of business, if you're representing a company that, that has an English-speaking um, you, you, that wants an English speaking commercial and wants a product a certain way and whatever, then you have to be able to do that or you can't. And if we're representing a certain product that's, a, you know, that wants a Spanish commercial or a, a commercial spoken in Spanish, then we would obviously bow down and kowtow to their knowledge because mm-hmm. they know it much better than us. And I wouldn't assume to step up and know it better than them because I don't. Right. right. Even I, though I do speak you know, Spanish. I but. think Patricia as well. <laughs> I mean, I think she has some empathy for Diana because she's been there. There is obviously a huge age barrier it's there. It's just the bond. And I think that she's probably pretty familiar because she started out young. She was the first a- Asian, whatever. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Breaking news right here. <laughs> model, and I'm sure she struggled as well right. with the language, you know, oh, and, those and bo- being those here. Bonds, and those bonds probably so were, were created by maybe they felt insecure by being a little bit of an outsider. And those late night, you know, like you said, off the camera, but when people are going to sleep and they're, you know, congregating in rooms, maybe mm-hmm. those two just naturally. Well, when I was a teenager and I went to Europe, my I was there with some friends. And you we were, were a Latin 16. supermodel too? Was, is. Okay, Hello. Uh, when, <laughs> nice. I was in, when I was in Europe, um, my, friend, my friend and I, we were there performing and um, we, we just flocked to the nearest McDonald's because we just wanted to be around oh people my, that we liked. I did that in Vietnam. Liked. Yeah, it oh just I wanted to be around yeah. familiar. Oh my god! <laughs> go go! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're like all cutting each other. Finish. I would have been in a whole so you flocked to McDonald's. Yeah, no, I mean we just flocked to. We just don't sh- don't repeat that. She's, we just no. 
We we stay, tried to stay in our own little Seriously, group at 16 because we were young and we were homesick and we were kind of scared. So I can see why they would team up. But it's but it's funny though because Patricia and Diana, it may be you know if you bring them back home, they would never even speak to each other. But when you right. cut out the rest, and also of their- the, the first the first alliance to have been made on this show was Diana and Patricia, and that was the first alliance that yeah. started to control the flow of what was happening. Lisa and I didn't come on, um, together, but we came together on brain power. It seems Le- like uh, you Diana guys did. And um, Patricia came together on. Um, you know, we have a common interest and we're going to protect each other. Lisa and I never protected each other. If Lisa did wrong, I'd say she did wrong. If I did wrong, she'd say I did wrong. We didn't protect each other from our mistakes, but we did encourage and cheer each other on because we both appreciated each other's brain power and it's a difference. It's a different kind of alliance. You guys had good chemistry. Yeah, definitely good chemistry and it did seem like she did have your back quite a few times. Right. You know, no, she did. And, you know, I personally was closest with Teresa. I loved her and her and I were like silly and fun and had a lot. in. Wow. I wouldn't have saw that one. Yeah. I mean, I I personally got along and had more in common with Teresa. Mm -hmm. But when you ask me who's um, who is my competition and who is, um, you know, one of the smartest people, I will say Lisa, because I'm just honest and fair. Who's my good friend that I love hanging out with that I have most in common? Teresa. Who's the smartest one that I feel like is my competition in this? Lisa. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say Teresa because she's my friend. And I'm not going to say Lisa because she's my friend. You have to just be honest when you get into that boardroom. It's not about friendship. It's not about lying. It's not about manipulating. It's about telling your truth mm-hmm. and so like Tia said at the end you can sleep at night I never went in there and lied and I never <laughs> went in there and didn't tell the truth so I can sleep fine am I am I sad that like my frustration with her came out in an um, immature way at times absolutely and by the way it did it did for everyone and it did for Tia too because she said a lot of really obnoxious immature mm-hmm. things you just didn't happen to see them because she's not well, as well apparently we didn't see a lot of things right. but you know speaking okay speaking of that and about saying things and being honest on the show I want to ask you a question. Speaking of last week's episode. Yeah. When the charity, which you guys are all getting a lot of money for your charity and the charities, what, what, what can you name your charity again? My charity is Glisten. Yes. And you did not tell the truth about when you were doing that. What was the thingy? Mm-hmm. The, 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 the car. The Verano. Yes. You did it. Uh, saying that, did you make that whole story up about your that mom? That was tough. I'll yeah, admit, and, that, was, that and, was difficult. Yeah, that was I, hard to watch. I want to tell you I was something. Like, why did you even say it? Why no. did you even admit that? No, to- l- let me tell you something about that. A, I never said I made it up. That was an edit. B, um, they assumed that I made it up because it it's not entirely factual Mm -hmm. but i drew off of experience and what we were doing was telling vignettes which are stories that are told to sell this product which is why we did the vignettes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and in the vignettes we needed somebody who had this experience this experience and this experience because those three vignettes sell the essence of this car Mm -hmm. no one had an experience anywhere close to what we needed to sell except for me so the way that it was edited was more of a comedic funny like you hear me say that if you notice you don't see me say those words out of my mouth because because it was an edit. But either way, I didn't mind it and I thought it was funny because it wasn't necessarily the whole truth, but I was the one who reached a close enough experience with my mom being in a car accident that mm-hmm. I could tell a sim- an, a good enough story and were the tears and the, you know, dramatic, you know, sales pitch of it all a, a marketing strategy? Sure. By the way, every product that you love has a marketing strategy that is a bit untrue, including every celebrity that you like. We're all here to portray an image and to portray something to society that is a sellable, workable product mm-hmm. that is a brand and sometimes um you know because not any one thing is absolutely everything you have to 
extend the truth in ways to create a product that feels touchable and reachable for everyone. I thought you were just trying to get your acting on. I was like, look at her go. But I did get my acting on, didn't I? (laughs) Stepping into acting. I was like, what's happening here? Um, It was fierce, right? I had to to loose off that one. I was like, how am I going to get these tears out? You know, I wanted to sell a product. I'm fierce when it comes to selling a product. If you tell me I can't do something or you give me a challenge, I'm going to practice all night. I'm not even going to sleep. I'm going to make sure that I cry and that everyone in that audience is crying with me. Because I'm here to sell a product. It was, I was not here to be honest, you know, and, and, and tell the exact truth about every little thing. I'm not here to be the the nice guy person that just pats everyone on the back and lies and tells them they're great even when they're not. I'm not here for any of those. The the, the job requirement for Celebrity Apprentice is to be the most effective business leader, and that is what I did on this show. And in my personal life, am I the warmest, kindest person? Am I sweet? Do I try to really pull my ego back? Do I try to be giving? And do I try to see the best in every? And do I judge right away? No. But in the business world, you do have to have characteristics like that. And I pulled those things out of who I am and Mm -hmm. I accentuated them because that was the situation I'm in. Just like on making the band, you didn't see any intelligence in me. Really, it wasn't about that. It was about how well I sang and danced. So I practiced every night to sing and dance as best I could. She would hustle on that show. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> he's, um, yeah, he's a huge uh, fan. <laughs> let's go to the boardroom, unless anyone else has anything to say about the task. Did you uh, have anything oh. you wanted to weigh on as far as this task? Uh, I kind of didn't get the women's concept. Yeah. What is the number? Yeah. What's the number? Right. What, what is, is the number? As soon as I heard number, I thought of sleep number. You yeah. know how people, and so I'm like yeah. thinking sleep number, is there an adjustable it's like funny, number on the vacuum? But I saw a billboard for a sleep number, and it's the same quote yeah. um, when we were driving up here. No, what it was is what's your number as in how many mops have you gone through before you found the one? It just wasn't explained that's well. Cute. Because, oh, yeah, that's cute. I that's cute. Yeah. Right. You but, get but that at all. Let me, tell you, let me tell you the problem, okay? When you have people that are the project manager that don't come up with the ideas mm-hmm. explaining someone else's idea. So when it wasn't – when it was my idea, I always tried to jump up and kind of explain it, and I uh-huh. always got crap like, oh, you're trying to stand out and take all the credit. No, I just don't want her – explaining my idea because she probably wasn't even listening to half of it and she doesn't Mm -hmm. understand it she said okay because she didn't have anything better and I don't want to look in front of the Trumps or in front of any other company like it wasn't a great idea when it really was Mm -hmm. the essence of a lot of the themes behind things that we did weren't explained properly because they were being explained by people that didn't create them Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm So, you know, Mm -hmm. when you want to ask someone what the concept is, ask the person that came up with it. And Lisa had a great concept. It wasn't executed necessarily as well as it could have been because not everyone was understanding what we were trying to say, especially the people editing the video. Had they had the person that made the concept edit the video, it would have been more clear. Mm -hmm. But Lisa can't be in every place at once just like I couldn't, just like sometimes Debbie couldn't. Mm -hmm. So that is where we ran into problems because not everyone on the team was operating on the same ability. So when you guys, when you saw the video... What did you think of the women's, the women's I was video? Just, I cons- was just totally confused. To be honest with you, I liked the women's a lot better right. because it had some cheekiness. It had some personality. Whereas I felt like Lou, and I, I know it was supposed to go viral. Mm-hmm. I went to school for advertising, so I look for concept and I look for something with some sort of voice. I felt like Lou's was, was like a monkey kind of dancing around, and that doesn't entertain me, <laughs> but it entertains simpletons which i hate to say that word but it does to the everyday kind of people you know sitting on their couch every night not really Mm -hmm, using mm -hmm. their brains as much they might like a big guy dancing around with an apron on i found it to be 
to be thoughtless. I don't think either of the videos are anything that anyone would pass on virally that no. would get more than a, well, a thousand. And, and I think that's what my I thing was. I think the clever. concept of viral uh-huh. didn't really, like, I didn't see viral in any yeah, of them. Do you guys want to hear my idea? No. My idea for this whole thing, which was, you know, dismissed quickly. In fact, my first 10 ideas were dismissed because that's how Tia was. But <laughs> um, I ha- I wanted it to be a crime scene inside of a home and have a maid come in and clean it all up and just be, like, you know, wiping everything away. And then she opens the door to leave and she realizes that it's a freaking crime scene and the yellow tapes right and that she just cleaned all the evidence up oh, that that's anyone cute. would have with used. the yeah, cedar cute. promise yeah. right. <laughs> right but you know it's- it was because and that didn't happen because tia was project manager I, I was, sh- I mean, they didn't really show it, but like, I, I always was like a crazy brainstormer and had like 15 ideas right when we would, got in the Would band you come up, yeah, would you come up with them right away or did you guys have time to would, go back to your I, rooms and you think about it? You had to come it? up with them right away. I was coming up with them the last as episode. the product was announced. Like, it when showed. we're standing there, I'm thinking. Well, it I really guess, featured you, the last episode, coming up with I guess the question that a lot of people best. had were, mm-hmm. is you know, you being so strong in every competition, coming up with the ideas, brainstorming, mm-hmm. why or how did you not get selected to become project manager earlier on? Or was this a choice by you? to kind of stay away from you were pretty much project managing quite a few of I the was tasks. project manager and every week in my so, opinion yeah so why I mean, why, why didn't you why didn't you actually go and jump in to grab that is that a strategy thing for you as Aubrey or like how did that work there's two, there's two things one was everybody that felt like they would do well in the specific we didn't ever like say who's going to do it but if it came up that someone like you heard Tia tonight say oh I know the brand and she sang the theme song you didn't, I don't know if you saw that but she was like I know this brand she's saying the thing well why would I do it if she knows the theme song mm-hmm. and she knows the essence of the brand I didn't even know what it was so it's like we tried to cater to whoever really felt like they could handle it and be respectful of that. At the same time, I didn't necessarily want to be project manager until I had a good understanding of what everyone needed on my team to excel. Because as you'll notice when I'm project manager, I needed to talk to Diana a certain way. No one had really figured that out up until that point. Mm-hmm. They all just kind of shoved her in a corner. I really embraced, tried, you know, what What are your ideas? And I had to sit there and put a smile on my face start every single one of her ideas and make her mm-hmm. feel like they were great and really try and then not dismiss her like I wanted to do, but instead say, okay, well, let me see if we could take aspects of that and maybe mm-hmm. use them in some way. What's your idea? You know, so I wanted to be the most effective project manager. It was important to me that I showed my team that I wasn't what they were thinking I was, which is this like tyrant that had to have the ideas constantly. Um, and I wanted to show them that um, they were all valuable. Um, and, and they were. Everybody's valuable in their own way. Um, and so I wanted to make sure I understood how everybody needed to be talked to in order to feel good. Mm-hmm. And everybody needed something different. Some people needed to feel beautiful. Some people wanted to feel like they were the star. Some people wanted to feel like they had great ideas. Some people wanted to just be used. Some people, you know, everybody had a different deficiency going into um, a task. So I wanted to make sure when I was project manager that I'd be able to most effectively address everybody that mm-hmm. I was project managing. Do we see you project smart. manager soon? Next week. Oh. Aubrey, what and was And will it? you win the competition? <laughs> what? No, come on, no spoilers. One, one question. What was your strategy going into Tell the show? Tell us off the air. <laughs> I didn't have one. I, 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 watched, I watched all the seasons of Celebrity Apprentice, and I really tried to think about how I could strategize, and I just couldn't come up with anything so amazing. I, I didn't want to prejudge the situation because I know being on reality TV as long as I have, almost eight, year, eight and a half years, that... It's never what you think it's going to be. So if you come in with a preconceived idea of how you're going to behave, you're usually going to fall flat on your butt. So I, I didn't. Who, I didn't have who one. Are, who are some of your favorites on the other Celebrity Apprentices? Like, as a fan, you're sitting there on your couch with your dogs. Who are you watching? Like, wow, they really have a strong... I loved NeNe. 
I'm one of the girls that likes the people with the voice, though. I love right. Nene. Um, I were you surprised, I, housewives wise? Were you surprised that Teresa wasn't as well? We haven't seen her be loud yeah, and crazy. Yeah, I don't think we've seen yeah. it yet, just, though. Just you, you've probably... I mean, I think it's a smart. I think it's smart what she did because she has a certain skill set that excels in in certain areas, and this wasn't necessarily her element a lot of the time. And I think that sitting back really kept her, you know, was keeping her in the game for mm-hmm. a long period of time. And I think that she chose to do the things that she does well. And that that was a smart move on her her end. Yeah. Um, who else did you like on the other seasons? Um, you know, I'm trying to think. Or who was just ridiculous? Were you like they just terrible business? I liked sense. Little John. Thought okay. he was smart. Um, oh, I love Marley Matlin. She okay. was really smart. Um, it's hard because I like smart people, but I also like people that entertain me. And I haven't seen a lot of that on Celebrity Apprentice. They're either really smart or really entertaining. Um, and it, it, it's been rare to see someone that's both Joan Rivers. She's an example of. Someone. I think Lisa's oh, doing a good job of Lisa's that. Lisa's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's got the funny lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's does. jump into but the boardroom, which will lead to like a really interesting. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> which will lead into a very interesting comment where Arsenio. I guess he'd been saying some stuff about you, right? I mean, that's been one of the things from, from day one, yeah. But never said it to my face, just behind my back. So you're all the show's over, and you're like starting to find out some of these things that he's talking about. I knew he was dirty from the beginning. I thought he was a great guy, so I'm a little shocked yeah. by it. Well, you'll see, and and you, you can go online right now on uh, Huffington Post. I think posted the video. He calls oh B I T C H. Yes, I've um, seen it. And the, uh, w word and the C word. Mm-hmm. Oh, the C word is crossing the line. What? <laughs> wow. wow. B and W. All okay. because y- y- this is the big thing that I did to him that he found so um, disrespectful and disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, when we, you know, came up with the mm-hmm. the, we had to make this box, and I came up with the concept behind it, of course, and um, at, we won because of this box. The the executive said that the box was the most impressive part. And um, wait, wait, we haven't got to that yet, right? No, it's coming okay. up soon. Uh-oh. And um, and he was mad because in the in the uh, and so I was like a very efficient player that week, basically. Like you know, not you know, I am every week. I'm very passionate about doing well. I just want to be patted on the back. Frankly, I don't need to even be like the the star that gets all the credit. I don't care. But I don't even need to be the starring person. I'd rather be behind the camera producing it. But give me credit and make me feel like I did a good job because mm-hmm. I like that. That's what all people that work hard want to feel. And um, and anyways, he called me all of those names solely based off of the fact that I said he was good, not great, as a project manager. And that's exactly how I felt. And good was even hard for me to, to muster up. So what was wow. the quote that happened today that you had to get – we were watching the show and she had to get up and be like, oh. Oh, because he said that he he knows he, – uh, uh, something about me being self-righteous, self-righteous and that's why Diddy fired me, haha, or some bullshit like that. <laughs> Yeah, but he said that following you didn't even say Listen, anything wrong. I, I was a huge fan of Arsenio coming into it. He obviously has a huge career. He's done so much. Um, I, you know, I in my lifetime, you know, was a fan of Coming to America. I was going to say, can you watch Coming to America the same anymore? No, it's unfortunate. Because that's too, like the best I movie. Love that's movie. Like I, I, I could give you like fierce quotes about that. We used to do it on tour. Like I loved it. Um, I was so excited to work with him, and I just was so, you know, um, fascinated by what he was going to bring to the table. And, um, you know, I fell out of love with who he was as a man um, really quickly. I I thought he was disgusting as a person. And then beyond that, um, he— What was disgusting about him? 
the fact that he could degrade a woman and call her names like that, I, yeah. I think that's gross. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think that that shows a lack of intelligence because when you have nothing to say but B word, W H you know word and C word, uh, it's just like, uh, okay, did you have something intellectual to say or are you back in you know third grade? Um, and then I fell out of love after that with him as a businessman because I just didn't feel like he brought anything to the table. He was under Clay's shadow a lot and Clay was great at, at what he does and Clay was effective as a business person and I never saw Arsenio be that ever. So who was your favorite guy? Penn. Penn is just so good on Why the show. Penn? I mean, we yeah. all think he's really smart and he's, he's really yeah. smart. I mean, that's a, that's a given. He had a moral code that he never broke. And I think that, that there were a lot of the men were heavily strategized and catty and manipulative and, um, not consistent like one day they'd like you they'd smile in your face they'd go behind your back like it was all like you know one day i'd be like wait you were just my friend and now wait what huh well, so shocking it's I, shocking to hear this though because they don't seem that way like no they don't come, the women are portrayed as catty the, the women are, are yeah well in tonight's episode though we did get into that a little bit because um clay called pen condescending um yeah. what do you feel about those comments toward pen i mean i know pen's smart and sometimes that can intimidate people do you think clay was in the right to say that or i don't know clay's experience with pen and i wasn't um, I wasn't there during all this, and I clearly am watching an edit, so it's difficult for me to say who is right or wrong. I will say two things. I think Clay and Penn are very smart. I um, completely separate from just those two men and just the word condescending in the first place, I think is typically used when people are um, intimidated by someone's mind. It's easy to say condescending, just like it's easy to say the C word. Um, right. right. Um, another interesting boardroom. We obviously see uh, Tia leaves because she volunteers herself, uh-huh. like much like Adam did. But um, it's just her. Um, when she left, what do you, you know? You just kind of you're in a boardroom. You've had to say some stuff to her. She's had to say some stuff to you. What does that feel like when she's just like she's the one that goes? And why, you're, just, you're right next to her. Why do you, do, you, do you look at her or do you talk to her? How does that work? I mean, I gave her a hug and said it was great knowing you, nice meeting you. Like, I'm, I, it's not personal to me. Before I, she went I, into the I elevator, I don't know her as a person. Yeah, uh, I don't know her as a person, so I just can't, I can't dislike her. What, um, what I thought was honorable is that. I think she knew that she wasn't going to be able to take anyone on in that boardroom. And I think the people that she wanted to take on, she knew she probably wouldn't be able to take on. And I think that she doesn't like the um, either she doesn't like the ugliness or maybe she doesn't feel like she could be strong enough against it and Mm -hmm. hold her own. Either way, she gave up. Yeah, yeah, because I know last week... Um, not everyone at, has to battle this out. They don't have no, to. No, and I think it's fine. If that's not who she is, then she should have gracefully bowed out, and she did, and I think that that's respectful for her. That's what she... I mean, I couldn't do that. I would rather go that way. It right. seems like... The way she went tonight, I would rather go like that. Yeah, again. it seems like the pressure, even for you know people on the level of celebrity that you guys are on, it... The pressure is a lot to take, and I know last week, um, you know, Adam spoke on his podcast about being let or you know getting fired, but essentially letting himself go. And he basically mm-hmm. was like, "I and I have the the exact quote, um, of course not on me, but uh, he basically said, uh, I'm you're really so prepared. Cute. You're so, you're just it's a, on my phone. You're but, adorable.' Um, he basically said, "F this, I'm out of here." And do you and do you think he did too? Because they tried to get him to pick somebody, and he wouldn't. Yeah, and he essentially just said, "I didn't want to do the show anymore. I was sick of it, and I wanted I think to go that's home." How Tia felt. Yeah, that's 
it seems like, oh God, I would too. I would be like, I can't. Show. Yeah, and listen, this that's is a fine, but that's not the next Celebrity Apprentice. You feel me? Right. Yeah. 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 Aubrey O'Day is the next Celebrity Apprentice, so we're thinking. Now, why, why do you think nothing. you're so business minded? I know that you um, grew up doing entertainment. You were on, you know, doing you know productions and singing and dancing. How did you become so business minded? Is it something that you? that you just kind of have and if maybe you didn't go into showbiz this could have been something that you could have done i think i always would have been successful because i'm heavily determined and you know based off of what i went through as a child and and whatever i experienced from my parents whatever like um damage that i have from from my childhood i always want to prove that i can be bigger and better than anyone imagines yeah so um that's my that's my that's my battle in life and and i think that my other battle is that i want to i want to i want to affect change in the world so i don't care if you like me or love me as long as you're talking and 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 talking about what i'm doing or saying i appreciate that wait what are you saying what you feel like it could be a problem problem by wanting too much is that what you're saying or well yeah i think wanting too much is always a problem in life mm-hmm. but um but you know i i think that no one person is the same, and if we all learn to value what we are, we'd have so much more happiness in life, and we'd also have so much more success as people and success in society. We have more females in our society than men, yet we have never had a female president. That's a problem. We, we as women haven't figured it out. And I don't know that men have it so figured out, but I think men, genetically speaking, um, have less of an ability to be as emotional as women. Um, but we haven't figured it out and we have a, a lot of issues. And I think that I think that if we were able to appreciate each other and what we all bring to the table, because everybody has something really great about them, but we're all trying to be somebody else. And that's the problem. And if we stopped doing that and really started recognizing what makes us great, we'd be so much better as women. We'd be so much better as as a society. And I just feel that there aren't enough women out there doing that. There are women Mm. that are choosing to sell diet pills and tell everyone that that's how they lost weight when we all know they went to Dr. Whoever in Beverly Hills. Mm. You know, it's like we're we're all about, we're a consumer society. We're in a marketing holocaust right now. We're all being told to be, you know, everything but ourselves. And if I can be a woman that is just her and doesn't make apologies for it, I think that I probably will become less famous, less popular, but for those people that are really wanting to see that from someone and believe they can do it themselves, I'm going to be the person that made them become better in life. That's and- it. We're making change. Uh, <laughs> let's jump to a commercial, then we'll talk more about Aubrey's Aubrey for president. <laughs> was that her bid? That was it right there. Let's jump to commercial. We'll do some more uh, conversation with Aubrey here on The Celebrity Apprentice after show on AfterBuzzTV.com. Ooh. After Buzz TV. Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag coworkers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. 
AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? Hey, <laughs> what's up, you guys? As you know, Bing is for doing. We're doing another after show. Celebrity Apprentice Style. My name, Ronnie Jr. Kim La Yingling next to me, creator of EatonAsian.com. Kristen Carney and Alina Akram. And we are joined by my favorite of all time Celebrity Apprentice cast members, Aubrey <laughs> O'Day. I cannot be swayed any other way. You can say anything bad about her. And I'm like, I oh, don't know. Oh, now he's rhyming. Now he's rhyming. I don't know. I still like her. But anyways, there's that. Um, so real quick, we're going to do a quick video. We, di- we did this last week with you. We introduced it where we... Yeah, we did your charity last week. Yeah. Oh, so really? if- uh-huh. And I loved it because I was also bullied. I know, so I saw that. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And she watched the show. <laughs> so she knows all yeah, that's why when I, when I watched it, I, was, I, I even wrote her on Twitter and I said, I want her to be there because I, I was watching you and hearing you talk about your story and tear up, which I thought was amazing. And I think that that's great that you're being that voice for people. And I, a lot of the times, like what Tia did, put me into a corner where I had to have been a certain thing and that I'm bullying people even by a comment that was totally taken out of context for this show about the cool bus, whatever. And I, and I felt for you and I wanted to say, you know, like, People that have been bullied come in all different packages as they get older. Some of them are showy with a lot of makeup and freaking eyelashes and red hair and heels at, at, you know, Mm -hmm. two in the morning. And some like to be more natural. Some like to be all kinds of different things. It doesn't mean that everybody doesn't have a story and that everybody doesn't come from something. And and really across the board, but especially people that are bullied, we all just do different things with it. Well, the one thing that bothers me is that people assume if... You know, you don't look like someone who would be bullied. I might not look like someone who right. would be bullied. Um, and people think, oh, just if you were the, you know, if you were, if you looked like this, you would be bullied. Or if you, um, you know, had this problem, you, you would be bullied. But all sorts of people are bullied. Absolutely. And I think that's something that people forget about. And I really like, um, I liked when you said in your video um, about being cool is not cool. Right. And my whole experience growing up, I think. I said that to everybody. When someone would say, like, you're weird, I would say, well, that's better than being boring. Right. You only learn that as you get older, though. And it really yeah. it really takes people that understand that to continually say it, which sometimes is why I get frustrated that on Celebrity Apprentice, you'll see me say a comment like 100 years old or the cool bus thing, which was taken out of context. But it makes me sad because I, I would never want anyone out there to think that I'm not an ally for the underdogs because I am. Right. And I'm definitely not a cool kid. I Maybe it happened to... The editors to appear as more cool and that's the way we want to portray her make her look but at the end of the day if you listen to my voice and you listen to the things that I'm consistently saying they're they're all the same yeah and and how I'm portrayed or how a certain line is taken in a TV show where it's built to be entertaining is one thing what my voice has consistently always been is is the same and that's the message that I want people to get and to understand and you know what also it's like Debbie Gibson's fans last week were like we want an apology and I wanted to just tell them keep watching 
Because when I'm wrong about somebody or, or I was, you know, I was, she sings all the damn time. I wasn't wrong about that, but, (laughs) and it was annoying to me and I'll say that to her face. I mean, it's not like I'm talking behind her back and I've, and I've said that to her many times, but, but who she is is a person I appreciate. And I said that more and more as I got to understand Mm -hmm. that more and more. And I didn't always, I, you know, I'm sure maybe I'd have things that I really appreciated about Tia had I been able to get to see more of her and Mm -hmm. understand more of her. I didn't, unfortunately, but, um, that, that continued happens throughout the show and you you build a stronger understanding of people right i think in entertainment you have to have so much like drive and dedication you know which is obviously what won me with aubrey why i like her so much and it's like people do get confused they think you are just nothing but this arrogant person and you know you're just all about yourself and before that i was a slut and before that i was something else there's always some reason why everybody's got to hate on me i'm over it at this point all right well let's get over it uh, real quick aubrey let's take a look at uh, lou's charity we took a look at yours last week but here's lou uh talking about why he's at celebrity apprentice i'm lou ferrigno i'm playing for my charity muscular dystrophy association I'm very close to this charity because I have a friend of mine that had NDA. It's like a muscle wasting disease. The body doesn't produce enough protein. The genes in the body doesn't accept the protein. And eventually it affects your learning disability, your ability, movement, everything. It's really a wasting disease. I know what it's like to deal with movement therapy. And these people I've known and people I've seen over the years, they had they lose their mobility to do the things like getting out of chairs and everything. And it's really sad because I want to get them hope. I love him. I'm here to win the battle because especially I want to give a lot of hope to these people. Like, uh, you know, Muscular Dystrophy, my charity, because it's a battle and they can win the battle as well. They can be just like anybody else. They may have to work harder than the average person. I want these people with the MDA never feel feel sorry for themselves. They have a life and they have wonderful tools to be a better person. I'm hoping we raise money to find a cure. That's my main goal, ambition, is to basically find a cure and help these people that have muscular dystrophy. All right. That that is nice. so interesting to me that he's doing muscular dystrophy. Be- I would think he would do Not. something with hearing issues or something. It's just like if I had cancer, I would go for cancer. If I had, I'm just saying. And I'm glad that he's doing it for muscular mm-hmm. dystrophy, but he has his own you know thing. I, I like, would think that he would support his thing, but good for his thing. Yeah, I, I thought good. that was great. <laughs> I think it's good. People don't do the obvious. I really like to look you at know? those. I mean, it yeah. is that little bit that you watch Celebrity Apprentice for one reason, or not for one reason, but you, oh, the drama and the, you know, who's going to win or whatever. But I love seeing stuff like that. Like, that's just kind of outside. It definitely adds an element. I mean, an, you know, an element yeah. to the show, to all the drama, all the craziness We always say that, that we like on. the first two minutes of the show is because we see the payoff of the person who won, right. and mm-hmm. the project manager, and I always think that's so special. I hoping you get that opportunity. Do you get that opportunity? I don't know. <laughs> Ronnie. Try, Ronnie. try, Ronnie. If not, we'll, we'll film it. After Buzz, we'll film that. Um, anyway, so let's talk about Aubrey real quick. Or is there any other Celebrity Apprentice things you want to talk about, Kim Lai? Um, you're, you're, you're the boss of me, so you tell me. Oh, oh I love it. Um, I just wanted to, I think, what would have made the guys more viral. I favored the men's um, video, real quick, just back to the, the whole project. Um, I favored the guys. I thought it was a little more viral. I thought it would have been more funny if he would have done it as the Hulk and be green. Um, and the girls He probably video. did too. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cute. But I thought the editing could have been key better. I thought it could have been better. Um, and then the girls, it took so long. The video, I know I'm backtracking here. Um, the girls video to me took so long to get to. I had no idea what they were talking about until they actually showed the mop. Yeah. Or that thing. Right. It was just a little that confusing. Little, it could yeah. have been presented better, I guess. Mm-hmm. 
So, I agree. Um, okay, yeah. so obviously I walked in here Just the first time. And that was great. Wonderful thoughts go and opinions. Go for whatever that thing's uh, called. We're going to go buy one today. Oh, Cedar. We're going to buy a Buick. We're going to buy everything Celebrity Apprentice tells us to buy. Um, <laughs> no, so here's the point. Like, the first season, uh, first time we all kind of talked about the characters, I was like, I really liked this Aubrey girl. I was trying to oh, tell girl. you guys. Oh, my God. But True see, fan right here. But see, I know well, he is. Well, he, was, he was quoting something that I said, like, when I first got in the industry. <laughs> and am I not the same person? You guys. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know yeah. what? Are you going to show that picture? Uh, I'm going to show those pictures first. The first thing I want to do is show a video. Have you seen it? Yeah. <laughs> a, I was like, I'll, what was I wearing? Did we? There, there had to have been some issue. Mind. It's like you guys said you lost your luggage. Was I was like, okay, that explains. Unless you just <laughs> wow. said that. No, but I want to show a video. Like, there's, I couldn't even. I was on the Aubrey. O'Day, there's so many Aubrey O'Day Twitter fan pages. I was on one of them, and they were. We were kind of going back and forth about what was your favorite Aubrey moment that really won you to make you really like her passion, her drive, and why you would think she'd win Celebrity Apprentice. And I was like. Oh no! It was that season where they had the seventy-two hour challenge with Diddy, and they had to go to Miss Jones' radio interview, and then they had to go do um, rehearsals and this, that, and the other. And she broke down on the show. Like Aubrey's uh, character broke down on the show. Phil, it's on the two twenty-minute mark. You, if you gag. Wanna, if you wanna, okay. Shade. But 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 this. Elf. But I think this is just here. It's right there. Actually, you're right on point. Um, you guys, this is why when I watch stuff like this, a I think there should Let's be more this. shows like okay. making the band. Oh my God, I haven't Let's seen this Let's in see forever. It. Fine. I won't wow. talk. See it. Just play it. I haven't seen this since it aired. Okay, here we go. Ready? Five, six, seven, eight. And one, two, boom, boom, tap. Whoa. Come on. And and two. Oh. All right. Very Where's nice job, girl. Cool. We are finally near the end of our 72 hours. We are exhausted. We've met with Atlantic Records. We've written songs with Diddy and Miss Jones at the radio station. They all picked names for our group. They did? Who did? Catch a Brick. Catch a Brick. They said Catch a Brick. They said, they said three, because only, only three of y'all. No, they, they said that? They said Shannon and I They didn't say people. You've got to get a thick skin, you guys. I think that's fantastic. We were laughing. Were you? Okay, good. Okay, because I feel a little swirl coming in this room. Don't give in to the negativity. You may not think you're giving into it, but it can fester. I just want to prove that I'm not a pretty white girl. You just be you. It's enough. It's enough. It's enough. Why are you crying? I don't want you to think you're the white girl who can't sing. What kind of lie is that? Take a deep breath in and let that go. What are you going to let go today? Let's have an Oprah moment. (laughs) My own insecurities. Yeah, I have them too. We all have them. And you know what they are? They're just little lies. They're little white lies trying to stop you from fulfilling who you truly are. Don't let them tell you what you're not. They could never say you're the white girl who can't sing, really? Well, how come I hear you sing down? So here's what's gonna happen now. You're gonna go and you're gonna make a fantastic album. You're gonna make hits. And we're gonna do things that only five of you that have come together could possibly do. I feel like we've all been broken down so much that it's taking us to a place that we didn't even know existed in ourselves. It's a very difficult place to be, it's a very honest place to be, and it's a very scary place to be. Oh my god. Oh. Can I have my money this back for my therapist? <laughs> I can't even handle this right now. <laughs> 
was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a moment that affected me, so you should watch it. I guess that's enough. We don't, I guess we don't need any more. Anyway. But they're not going to bring her down. And I know you probably don't want to always talk about the Diddy days or not, but it's just I got what, what I want people to know. Even when I make an opinion, are you crying? Um, Sad to watch. Um, when I make an opinion of like why I like this person so much, it's about now that drive and dedication. You, when you watch that video, that is, a, you, that is a gift. Go ahead. Why are you getting emotional? <laughs> you know... I think that was when it was all still real. You know, it's been so fake for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. That was, I when mean, I, that was when I still, like... Believed? Believed. Yeah. Could you... Because you talked about being behind the scenes. Could you get it to be back to that point? If you take more control, possibly? Not saying you're not taking control, but I've learned even with my own career, it's like, try to go this way, but I've been opening my mind to try other things, too. Mm-hmm. But you are taking control. You're on Celeb Apprentice. You're being you. You're kicking ass. What's going on in that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's have an Oprah moment now. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just a lot harder than anyone will ever realize. And one day I'll write a book and tell everyone the truth about what I went through. But I think that um, I think that it's time to do something else when it's not that anymore. And I can be honest, it's not that anymore. I don't know if I can get it to be that again. I I pray that I can because I love singing and um, you know being an artist and creating more than anything I've, I've I've ever experienced. But unfortunately, the the business is not about that, and it doesn't value that, and it doesn't um, it doesn't lift you. It just it just breaks you. The dogs don't even like it. No, they don't. You should see what they do when Diddy comes on camera. <laughs> um, so the industry, the industry's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's disgusting. And this so. is let's mark it out. This is your eighth year, kind of pushing. I mean, really longer if you performed as a child, but just professionally, about eight years doing this same type of thing. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, it's been eight, it's been eight years. I think I fell out of love with it um, four years in. Yeah, and it's, I've been and I've been coasting since then. And mm-hmm. I mean, I I get to do what I love, and I have so many amazing things in my life because of this. And I would never take any of it back, and I would never wish anything different in my life. But kind of at a point where it's all like, it's all, it's difficult. It's difficult with the way this world works nowadays. I wake up to Twitter with like seventy death threats a morning about how I'm a piece of shit, and you know I should just oh, go God. kill myself now. I, I was going to ask you like. Back in your, like you said, four years ago, I'd love you to get one. Four. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, you can say that. No, I wish you're, I still, you're still young and fresh. Just How one. cute! Um, you said four years ago, and I think that's interesting because four years ago, maybe it was around the time Danity Kane broke up or whatnot. And also, that was the time because Perez, I don't think, is as vicious as he used to be. I think he actively Mm-mm. chose not to. Thankfully, you know, yeah, he made a lot of things really hard. <laughs> but for he me. was on you very difficult. Yeah, like, he made a lot. He made my career very difficult, and that's something I don't think he'll ever realize because um, he thinks that it's all like just a game. It's a game, baby. It's entertainment. You're, you know, I'm talking mm-hmm. about you. You're lucky. Skin. You got it right. But it's not as simple as that. Uh-uh. It isn't. And not all press is good press, and not all lies 
are good lies and and a lot of things really eat you up um and i don't think anybody's beyond it and i think the people that are beyond it are just so far gone they don't even know Mm -hmm. beyond it meaning they could take it is that what you're saying yeah, I, I mean, so I, like if you could we're take not it. built in life to, <laughs> to be beat up every day. I would, yeah, you know? I would think that too. I would think, yeah. oh, Ronnie, you just got to be stronger. You just got to be. But it's like it's so I am a human too, yeah, and Mama not... Dina raised me well. Like I don't, yeah. I will feel the certain ways that I feel, you know. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. yeah, and with the with the technology and everything, you know, people have access to you to you all the time mm-hmm. but here's a good thing they have access right. to your brain with, all the time with the technology and i don't know where you're going to go career-wise that's actually a question we do want to know what is next for you kind of a deal but with the technology you do at least have the idea that you could get onto a iChat, do a youtube video for your fans or contribute more to your charity i mean there is that good side of technology but i guess there's a lot more negative things out there um what are the fans like with you your twitter the obturage or whatever they call it like what 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 do they talk to you about i mean i think that people that don't appreciate me are catching me at a certain time in my career whereas the people that really do appreciate me have known me from the beginning i've definitely grown i was insecure i had a lot of issues and i worked through them on national television as you can see and i think that i've struggled so much and i've worked so hard for my mind and i've worked so hard for my confidence and i've worked so hard for my ability to stand up and not take shit from people so i think that um you know uh, uh whatever someone that's Tia whatever whatever last name is Vegas fan and they watch tonight's show and they hate me because I had an opinion about her don't understand the eight years that I had before her and all of the 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 strength that I've had and built into my voice and it's not just mindless chatter and it's not just some young girl that's being a brat toward old people and being self-righteous and whatever else they have to say and it's not as simple as Arsenio's nasty comment about oh thank god Diddy got rid of her that's why I'm not self-righteous by any means I'm confident and I applaud myself because especially in a competition like that no one else would if I didn't Um, and they didn't you ever heard anyone say sorry to say thank you for creating the concept for every single task that they won did you ever hear anyone say thank you to me no. no. And I never heard it. So that's the reality. Yeah. Um, making the band days. What, what is the I highlight? I was just going to ask something about that. Oh, go ahead. Let, let me let you. Because you no, didn't like, watch it so as funny, much as me. Because you said it. And it's like, I was just going to ask something We're that. thinking. Well, I was just wondering. For the, oh. Okay. For, for <laughs> those people that like are not that familiar with the past eight years, did you start with... Could you give us a little time frame of what, what, like, what's happened to you? You started with making the band. Mm-hmm. She, was on, then... she, she was on a radio competition show with Ryan Seacrest <laughs> on Star Night. That's on, how I knew he on, was a real fan. On Star, on Star 98.7 before it was whatever wow. in Los Angeles. And okay. so, like, she's been doing it for a little while, you know, so I just... And what yeah. came I'm after a radio guy. Well, I mean, I, I started it. Four. I did my first touring company at four. You were making the band at four years old? No, I, was, I was in a touring company, a national touring company, and I toured for um, all the way up until high school. And then uh-huh. throughout high school, I stayed local and did local productions. And then, um, you know, I wanted to go off and be a singer and be, you know, go on Broadway was always my dream. Mm-hmm. And I had this mentor. Yeah, I had this mentor growing up, and I said to him, I'm going to go do Broadway. I'm going to, you know, my mom wants me to go to college. I got accepted to all these great colleges, but I'm not going to do it. And the mentor said, you know, singing and your your voice and your talent is always going to be there. Your mind is what you need to discover, and your mind is what you need to develop because those t- the talent that you have is nothing without it. Oh, so I went so to college. 
Look at you. Really yeah. do. <laughs> so I went to college and um, you're real scaly right now. Right, I th- Thanks, I'm so thankful Ronnie. for that guy, and I don't even remember his name. But anyway, um, I, I went to college and became a, a smart woman and traveled around the world. I spent my junior year traveling around the world. I went to Japan, China, Hong Kong, Vietnam, Thailand, India, Tanzania, South Africa, Brazil, Cuba. I worked with Nelson Mandela, Vidal Castro, the Dalai Lama. I worked with charity after charity. What I college saw- were you at? That was that, I Jeez, started on my a program. Year was nothing like that. I, I did this program called Semester at Sea, but I traveled after that God. as well. But um, my college was the University of California, Irvine. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, I just traveled and I saw that um, life wasn't about me. And this, the selfish, self righteous little brat that everybody's thinking they see after this episode was actually who I was. I'd say prior to traveling and after traveling, I really um, realized that I'm such a small part of such a big world. And, um, you know, I was like super rebellious for a time. I didn't want to live in America. I didn't wear anything that was made in a sweatshop. I was like, you know, like Birkenstocks and friggin' ridiculous drinking <laughs> wheatgrass, crazy. And then, <laughs> and then, um, and then I slowly, but surely year after year kind of got back more into the consumer society that we live in. And I wanted to look pretty versus wear hemp and whatever. Right. And, um, and then, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of this neat little mutt of things, you know. I can hang out with the pretty girls that talk about their freaking name brand purses and a bunch of nonsense, and I can also hang out with a bunch of like, you know, the earthy misfits, yeah. lesbians that you know think that pretty girls are obnoxious, <laughs> and um, they both respect me and they both appreciate and understand my voice. And I, I'm lucky that I've been able to experience so many different cultures mm-hmm. and so many different um, ways of living. And um, you know, television is is creates characters that's what it does and i've become a character on every show that i've been on i mean i can't i can even remember making the band way back in the day so that was your first right yeah making was the, band that was the, the first, first thing? okay yeah so make it from um, making the Instant band i remember winner. they came to my house right after i won and they wanted to see you know all of us in our hometowns and i remember telling my mom the one thing i want to do because they always show me as like the hawk girl or this or that i want to be like the smart woman that i am so i remember i took all the pictures down in my house and i put all the pictures of traveling around the world up i redid everything mm-hmm. i put all these smart books out on my book stand i had my parents like reading freaking like whatever i don't know some historical book and i was like oh what are you reading oh world war ii well why don't you know i like, just stupid oh my gosh. and then i remember watching the cut on television and they they cut like me sitting on my boyfriend's lap and me jumping in a pool in a bikini so oh. it, it's like i was never meant to be that on that show and from making the band i went to broadway i did playboy which obviously made it very difficult for me playboy to ever was be on broadway or was the magazine Playboy was I did the cover of Playboy. Um, like you never know. <laughs> wait, wait. What's your that could be have been a show on Broadway. <laughs> no, no, no. no. The cover Broadway, of Playboy. Yeah, Playboy. Okay, um, which which made it difficult, obviously, to to be taken. Were you naked, naked? No, just boobs okay. and butt. Um, Honey, you got to pay that money to see the Um, Okay, then from from um, Playboy, I did Peep Show in Vegas, and then um, from there, I did All About Aubrey, the my show on Oxygen, mm-hmm. and then after All About Aubrey, I did um, Celebrity Apprentice. Nice. So, yeah. what's next? Yeah, what's next? Well, is it going to be a different direction? Like discovering, trying to figure it out. You know, I, I'm working on a I'm working on a deal right now that's pretty big, and um, I think something that no one would expect and I think that if I can make it happen it would be amazing and I'd be back on stage and I'd also be producing and I'd be able to sing and dance every night which is um, what I love the most I love music I had some issues um, with the music that I made for All About Aubrey and I'm 
caught up in a lot of different things because of that right now. So, um, you know, music industry is always challenging for me. It, I would rather just put out music for my fans and not mm -hmm. be a part of it, the industry aspect of it. Um, and it looks like from Twitter, like you've been tweeting out like what appears to be song lyrics. Are you mm -hmm. do, are, are you doing that? Or? Yeah. I noticed that the other day. Yeah. I mean, I write in or the studio. I'm in the studio every night writing. I have to just I have to just to get it out of my soul. Mm -hmm. um, but girl, I, I was gonna retweet on something you you wrote, and then it's like I looked up a little more, and I'm like, there she is again. It's a song. It's <laughs> like, wait, and then I scrolled up a little more, and I'm like. There what? Yeah. I don't even know how to comment on this. It keeps going. Right. I thought I thought they were lyrics. They are. Ugh. Things that I write in the studio. And so I, you still got a big group of followers, you know, fans and yeah. whatnot that want your music. Thank I God. Mean, I, love my, I love my fans. Because you know what? My fans have been through the ringer. Like, I'm not an easy celebrity to back and like and stand up for. Me. I know. <laughs> you know. I say Aubrey and everyone looks at me like, I'm crazy. I'm yeah. like, he is Aubrey, you've had like such a portrayal though they totally made you into a character and like meeting you tonight you've turned out to be completely different than what i even thought you were mm -hmm. right well that's the purpose so. too of doing stuff like this as well because i mean i don't know if you've watched any of the previous episodes but what we have to go off of and base our opinion is what comes out of that edit bay right and this show's not so. edited so that's really her so boom <laughs> exactly <laughs> You know, um, we put her there in post. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really even her at all. She better not have an edit on it. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about like just television. I know you maybe don't follow too many programs, but um, we follow every program out there pretty much. Uh, what television programs do you watch to wind down? Do you sit with the dogs and look at? Yeah, you know, are you well, we watch a, are you a lot of Disney movies. Um, <laughs> what shows do I? Oh yeah, I watch. watch I watch Dance Moms. Is like I'm disgusting with that show. <laughs> um, I watch. We're talking reality shows or no? Just anything. I watch Dexter. I watch okay. Weeds. I watch. Um, what am I watching right now? Oh, Californication, duh. Yeah. Um, I watch, uh, what is also, what's always taped on my, Nancy you, Grace. You, ever, like, you watch Revenge. Do you do watch Revenge? Is that like one of the ID, I watch ID Network. Like I watch business. ID, no, oh, no. Girl Scorned, don't even get me you started. Know, oh, don't even get me started. You guys, there's too many ideas. That show, I will fall Deadly asleep sins. to that show. Deadly Sins. Uh, oh, 48 Hours ID, Dateline uh, on ID. Don't Paul is on. Paul is on. Oh, my God. Do you I, notice she always has her hands right here and she always has a jacket on. I yes. wait for her when she hasn't been here. She has, How about Maureen Maher? Yeah, I watch she's Maureen, in the, They've been putting her in this weird background where she looks like yeah, she's in like a really fake... I don't um, vibe with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, oh, man, I love those stories. I'm like, I'm the worst with ID. I mean, that's my go-to network. Well, I do, you know, I do comedy and people are like, what's your favorite? What do you watch on TV? And I watch no comedies and I right. only watch ID. Right. I like dark shit that's I where too. you get funny you want to know what though don't i fall asleep to it and like so me too so it's so bad though it affects your it's been affecting my, my dreams i killed someone in a dream it was crazy. <laughs> two nights ago i was Wait, being what? stabbed yeah. yeah what i put on the sleep timer for 90 minutes because so you hear it in your you hear it in your like stages of falling deeper into yeah. sleep and it affects your mind your dreams i had to stop watching it <laughs> how do you wake up like I'm, oh my gosh thankfully I'm super here. Negative. my last comment on id but i i hate at, at night a lot of the time they have new detectives, which is like the like very like rip off. It's like it's like you almost know what one so cheaply produced. The one that's from the the aspect of the guy that they'd call in. Oh to. yeah, I, yeah, that's creepy because they do his voice like yeah. he's dead and he's like, what I happened didn't to even me? Vibe with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Stolen Voices or whatever. Yes. I don't like that one either. Bar- yes, Buried Secrets. I'm not into those ones, but the that other But you know weird. what? ID always has something good on. Oh, Teen Mom. I'm super obsessed with Teen Mom. I watch a lot of MTV, And they'll end up on ID eventually. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they're murdering. Hopefully not. <laughs> which, which ones do you do here at After Buzz? Which shows do you watch here? Real Housewives of Atlanta. Real Housewives. Which has your girl Nene on it. Yeah, I love Nene. She's funny. I love Kim, too. She's really funny. Kim is funny. Yeah. Do you think you could ever do a real another reality show? Are you a fan of it? Or would you want to? Yeah, I mean, I think if it's the right thing, it's always got to be something that appeals to me. This one appealed to me, um, you know, for obvious reasons. I love, I love pushing my mind. What do you think of Donald as a boss? I liked Donald. You know, I didn't get to work with him as much as I have worked with Diddy, um, but I, I, um, I thought that he was, you know, kind. He was. I liked working with him. So who was oh, tougher, girl. Diddy or Donald? <laughs> um, Diddy has to be more difficult. Diddy. I mean, this is just... Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and Donald comes off so harsh, but I guess not. He's not that harsh in See, person. I don't yeah, think he really comes gotta, off as harsh. I thought, he was, I thought he was a teddy bear, kind of. But that music uh-huh. industry is something else. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, I, just, I mean, it's 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 night and day, the, working for the two men. It was night and day. Mm-hmm. I, I learned so much from Diddy, though. I mean, like, I the, the lessons and the... I'm finally just starting to come to a place where I can admit that and not hate on him. I mean, it's, it's taken me a while. <laughs> but, but, um... But I learned a lot from him. I really did. I I I can't even. I'm so I'm so happy that I worked for him in life. You know, a lot of dark things I learned, but I I learned a reality that a lot of people don't get, and I learned a lot about myself. And he's a very strong man, and he pushes you past your comfort zone constantly. I mean, that's all he. We'd write a song, and it'd be great, and he'd be like, "Write it four more times, yeah. and show me that that's the one that's the best." And we'd be like, what? It's two in the morning. Are you serious? We've been here all night recording this, writing this. Write it four more times and stop complaining. <sighs> that's well, it's why, always for the best. That's why Celebrity Apprentice was, you know, a challenge. It's a but walk in the park, it seems. You could, yeah. yeah compared. You've, you've ran around Central Park a the time tasks, or two. The tasks weren't difficult for me. It was the, it was the balancing of the egos and it was... It gets a really nasty. It's going to get really nasty. We I figured. Mean, I, 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 I'm excited. I went through a right lot now. of nasty people, and it was hard. Oh, it's going to get worse? Yeah. It gets it so much worse. It has to. It gets really I bad mean, once the teams get um, separated together and stuff. Oh, the men and women together? Oh. Can't you and Arsenio, wait. maybe. Any other spoilers you can give us? <laughs> we'll, we'll be watching anyway. So, Anything else you wanted to comment on? I mean, I really feel like right now we don't know where, as a fan, we don't know where your career is going to go. You may duck no, out and become a hippie or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, I believe your Twitter fans want music or yeah, at least for do. you to do they something. They want music so bad. But maybe you shave your head tomorrow. I mean, we don't know. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm this like free spirit, saying, wandering yeah. soul. But I, I don't feel satisfied with all that I've given my fans all that they deserve yet. So I'm going to keep going for a while. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep fighting. I just always hope that they, they keep in mind that it's a fight. Yeah. And as as much as they fight people to believe in me, I fight people. Those people that have bashed you over the years, have any of them ever like uh, you know spoke with you and, and changed their thoughts on you or whatever? Like anyone, you and be, Perez, I, do you guys associate? Any of you now? in this room could have disliked me, and now that you've met me. me, like no, but I'm just saying uh, people dislike me all the time until I get in a room with them. Yeah, no, but I mean like Perez, do you did you ever kind of meet up with him at some point after all that negativity? Yes, and I don't know. You know, I, I it's a it's a big. He, 
to him, it's such a business and he understands it in a different way than I do. Mm -hmm. To me, it's very personal. Performing and art is personal. Everything that I've done is personal. And I think people tend to see me as somebody that's good at what I do and that loves making headlines and that loves manipulating things to to get press. And I'm like this little press whore and whatever. Like, not really. I, I, people tend to like just pull out. I mean, I took my dogs to lunch. I had nothing to do with any of it. And my dogs got sat on the table for two seconds. And all of a sudden, I'm on TMZ and the freaking restaurant's being investigated because my dogs supposedly rubbed their butts all over a table, which isn't even true. <laughs> I mean, it's like I can't just go to lunch and right. not be looked at as a joke. It's difficult. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't I don't know when that's gonna end. I don't know that it ever will. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much of my life I wanna spend entertaining that. So what makes you you know, you you wear the Team Aubrey shirt and you know you get photographed or whatnot or Twitter on your Twitter I guess is, is the same as being photographed. What makes you keep wanting to go there and grab that attention? I mean if you say you're kinda like Well, we were on just at fence. a park. I mean we we went to the dog park yeah. and the paparazzi were there. I mean, that's not even a um I mean that's not even like a planned thing. Yeah. Um, I. What makes me keep going? My fans. Yeah. Um, do you have any words for like these new reality stars or whatever? No, I mean the Jersey Shore kids aren't Good luck. new, but you know people that do want to just get out there and just get the headlines. You know what? What do you? I mean, I, I can say this: people, the headlines are overrated, and the most talented people aren't in them. And what people always ask me when they ask about art and singing and how do they become successful or become, you know, um, an artist, um, I always tell them the same thing, which is the, the success is in the work itself. The success is doing it. The success is going in the studio and writing and singing and dancing. It's not in the accolades and it's not in the um, awards and it's not in the recognition. It's in the work itself. And that's with every career. You have to be proud of the work that you do and not look for the the public perception of success because you will never be happy and once you get that public perception of success you'll want some more mm-hmm. it, it's an it's a vicious cycle and it's never ending and it's very unhealthy there's and it, your book it doesn't doesn't <laughs> teach you about loving yourself at yeah. all i mean the the, the the most successful thing you can do in life is love yourself and very few people do in our society um, one little personal thing is like as far as we did see the oxygen show and your you and your mother had an issue is that done with or, or what I mean was that a hard thing to film or you know every, anything else that anyone throws at you is like whatever right but your family and when that gets ugly obviously that's not fun yeah you know I'm still figuring the mom thing out some days I, I really understand her and think that I'm so lucky that I learned what I learned from her and sometimes I'm really angry at her um, and I'm sure she feels the same Yeah. about me. Work in progress. Work in progress. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other thoughts for you? Just um, what do you think of the singing competitions on TV, like American Idol, The Voice, and would you, if you could go back, would, would you, you audition one of those? for one? Hopefully not at this point. Well, not at this point, but, it, you know, <laughs> before everything started. Um, I think that they were, it's a great opportunity for any singer Unfortunately, it's become such a market that nowadays most singers that aren't doing it can't get exposure and be seen. Um, and the ones that are on those shows are the ones that stick at all the accolades and are not necessarily the most deserving or most talented. I think that as the creation of more and more of them exist, they will become less meaningful and less valuable to the people that win them, which is also um, a disappointing thing. Um, and would I audition for them? I mean, before, like, making the band and everything. Probably. I love to sing. And and unlike a lot of singers, I love to be on TV. And I don't make any apologies for that. I, I think that my voice as a woman 
is just as cool as my voice as a singer. So um, I, I like I like being that's on TV prob- and singing. That seems like that definitely has to be part of your new lane. Whatever it is, if it's music, you got to do the speaking and, and inspiring and yeah. all that. I mean, that seems where. I mean, a lot of people don't know that I'm like this. You know, they don't know you're no. like that. They don't know you're educated. I mean, there's a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Did, you graduated, or mm-hmm. you did what? What, uh, what degree? UC Irvine. Oh, okay, you say Irvine. And oh, is it true you want to go to, to law school? Yeah. Yeah. Girl. She could have been le- <laughs> legally blonde or something. I don't know. I am legally uh, red now. <laughs> well, cool. Well, we had a good time. I could obviously just keep on going forever and ever. Was I there know. anything else that you wanted to say? You shout out to your dogs or something <laughs> or your fans? Um, just, a, just a shout out to my fans. They're so amazing and I love them so much. And every time, I mean, I get to know my fans through Twitter. So um, I just appreciate them so much. And Twitter on my worst days, it's so embarrassing because Twitter is just ridiculous. But I I love it. I love being able to connect with them. I love seeing what they think about the things they say or do. And I love when they stand up for me. More than you know, dude, y'all know you need to go in on a few people after tonight. So I better start seeing it on Twitter. <laughs> Are some of I'll give you like- Arsenio Hall's Twitter if you need it. <laughs> y'all better start reading him quickly. Oh, my gosh. Uh, like I said, social media, it's crazy. You get a lot of bad, yeah. but there are some good things out there and you know you could always throw out a youtube video for your people i mean it's it's a cool thing yeah and also people that have criticisms of me like saying nasty things to me like um we we all like the choice words that arsenio came up with those brilliant ones um it, it does no good if you really want to say something to me or you thought i was a jerk tonight then say that don't don't go on on the tangents of i'm not talented or pretty or whatever like we know that's not true and i'm not being conceited but we know it's not true i'm not an ugly person it's i'm like, not not talented <laughs> like just if you have a if you have a problem with like my personality or who I was tonight, talk to me about it and I'll write you back if you respectfully have like a commentary. I mean, like a lot of people, like haters, just go on these wild tangents that are so ridiculous and it, it does yep. no good. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Anyone else? Anything? That's it. Well, thank you so Very much. Good. It was a good interview. All good. Celebrity Apprentice. We hope she wins the whole thing and whatever direction she goes on. So wait, does that mean no spoilers? No, we will not. <laughs> We've been spoiled. I have already been spoiled. all the jerk. I feel like we're gonna watch and we're hoping you win. But if you don't win, I mean, you still got a lot of afterbuzz TV news. Oh, do you have any news here? <laughs> oh, um, any of you? Uh, oh, do you have oh, any news? There was an Ivanka, Ivanka sighting yesterday. My source is in Aspen, Colorado. She was at the temple with her um, husband She's and a newlywed, her right? little girl. Oh, it's a little girl. I think it's a little girl. Temple. Um, She's she has a baby. She converted for her she husband. Converted. Oh. Um, yeah, they yeah, were wow. in Aspen yesterday at the temple. So my friends, mom and dad saw them. Oh, so <laughs> they go like, to the same temple. All right. Never give away your sources. You got well. You just did. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, you guys have anything else on Celebrity Apprentice, or were we more? Well, just, just the Trumps. Um, how they went hunting in Africa. Oh yeah. Donald Jr. and um, Eric. That was kind of vile. They lost seeing um, pictures. Kind of what? It was kind of vile seeing pictures of them with like a dead leopard. Oh, and no. The elephant tusk. Yeah. But I guess they're hunters. Yeah. All right. Yep. Okay, well, cool. I was more, <laughs> I was more so just like, I, this, this episode getting ready, I was more doing like a memory lane of like my favorite Aubrey moment. So I probably didn't get as much celebrity Oh, you didn't even news. show the picture that you um, have with her. I do have some photos. We could do it during the news. Uh, um, 
let's do some photos if Phil has them. The, the thing is, I'm not sure oh, in the booth. Oh, okay. I, I, it's just a couple little uh, photos that I thought were funny. One of which we happen to see her uh, amongst a radio tour, but just other cool ones that maybe she could speak on those moments. Did you know you were times. in a photo? You took a photo with him? If you, of course, you don't remember. That was like how many radio interviews does she do? Um, these are just photos that I like. <laughs> is that you? No. Yeah. yeah. This is her. These are photos that I like, and I like. I want to give my reasoning when I watch the show. What you I like. Gag. About this is when I, when Aubrey walked in today. We were talking about. The word ing versus the word ang. So like you could be Sang. you could be drinking or drinking, oh. and you could be singing or singing. And this was again another making the band moment. Which forgive me for talking too much about making the band, but this was like a little club or whatnot, a little venue. Do you even remember these moments? I mean, yeah, I remember this one. You were singing Etta James at last, like talking about a white girl who can't sing. That's 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 a moment right play there. Play the clip. Can you play it? Oh, this is just a picture. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'd have to search search for the <laughs> for the clip. Um, just what are your thoughts when you see this photo? Um, you know, that's when it was still real. That's still real. So that's kind of the, mm-hmm. the big takeaway. Oh, and this was us. This was us at our radio station in San Diego. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, and there's I gag at you. And, and Look at you. There she is with her gear, which she was not proud of. And there's me. <laughs> I look like freaking Debbie Gibson in that photo. I just thought it was a funny oh. <laughs> Do you remember him from that? No, of course not. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. Promotions. And, I mean, yeah. it's like they're yeah. going to meet 10,000 people. That's not why I brought up the I don't photo. even remember that day at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I just thought that was that was fun for me, you know, way back then. And this was the team Aubrey uh, Celebrity Apprentice photo we kind of talked about. When I was walking my dog. We just got that from Twitter. Um so those are just kind of some of the things that Aubrey tweets about or, you know, just fun. This moment I thought was particularly special. And when you guys see me talk about, not because of Diddy necessarily, but when you guys hear me, like, say how great she is or, you know, the, the confidence and competitive nature. What I liked about this clip and in the voiceover, um, she had talked about, well, Diddy will sit there and he'll be playing the trick, which all a lot of these record label, right? I mean... I know the record industry fairly well myself, and they will sit there like, I'm not amused. I don't care. And what Aubrey had said, and this is why I was like, I know she's going to make the band. She goes, Diddy's sitting there. He's doing the I don't care thing. And in that moment, as a performer, you have got to perform even more. You've got to give it 100 times more. And I just always respected that moment because I was like, hey, that's what an entertainer. If I'm going to be successful in, successful in this business, i got to have that same rule apply. So I really liked that moment. When you see it, what do you think? Are you like over it, or because you know? That's no, what it he was, was great. Doing. It was a great moment. Yeah. I, I I loved Diddy then. <laughs> I really did. I, I thought he was so amazing. Yeah. So that was when he was on his two-way pager way way back in the day. <laughs> two-way. You, oh, wow. you can see what generation oh, wow. uh, we're, we're moving on. Um, cool. That wraps up the news, and let's do some predictions on Celebrity Apprentice for the next now, couple. You're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Predictions meaning what's going to happen, yeah, Aubrey? What are we going to see next week? And we have the psychic. Somebody's going to be fired. You're fired. You're fired. And this is the, newer, the newer dog. Because a lot of people on, on Twitter... This and is my new baby. How bad, am I, how bad am I with dogs, you guys? I was like... Oh, my Wait. Because I know the one dog has the hair dyed. And I was like, oh, what about the new dog? Is it is it got hair dyed, too? And you guys are like, it's green. I'm, just the, I'm the worst dog blue. person. It's I, blue. I was like, oh, is it dyed? Yeah, it yeah. definitely. Now I can Boy. Yes, you can see the color now. He's my little boy. Your little Aww. companions. You have two of them, right? The two yeah. dogs. Ginger, uh-huh. Ginger and Marianne. Um, so what's going to happen <laughs> next week for Celebrity Apprentice? Without uh, giving anything away. Next oh, you, week, you I am project? project manager, and Clay is project manager for the Ooh, men. Oh, nice. And we're doing a big party for Crystal Light um, and their new uh, non-alcoholic 
alcoholic themed drinks and um and it's basically we're we're both throwing a big party okay. and you're gonna see me crying a lot in the boardroom. And that's all I can say. <laughs> Mommy got tears. Mommy got tears. It's interesting for us to do predictions because she knows what's going to happen. Right? Do you have any predictions, though, Alina? I think we're going to have two strong leaders. Who do you think is going to win? Oh, it's guys or girls? Yeah. I'm, you Obviously, have to win. Yeah. You have yeah. to win. You but have. I don't oh. know. You, sometimes they don't like you for whatever oh. reason. So I hope you win. You're going to win, right? <laughs> if, you're the, if you're the one with the ideas all the time and they listen to your idea, then you'll probably win. Yeah, but it's Thank a little you. different when you're project manager because you're even more of a target. No, I know, but because Tia didn't listen to a lo- lot of the ideas today, right. you know. So the way if- this game goes, though, it's just so many different ways. You really, yeah. it is kind of difficult. You can get rid of anyone if you want to. Yeah, I mean, at any given time, any person can do something wrong or something mm-hmm. right. Do you, do you have any thoughts for next week? You're no, just gonna watch it. I'm just gonna watch it. Okay, cool. Let's <laughs> do um, our little plugs. If you want to keep the conversation going, what's your Twitter handle? Follow me on underscore Alina two three. Okay, and yours? Uh, at Kristen Carney, and Kristen, check out my blog. Kristen Corny. <laughs> <laughs> Most nights, uh, and check out the blog. Sweat the small stuff with Kristen dot com. My favorite blog. I go there. It's every good. Day. It's good. Check it's angry. Yeah. It's angry. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll check out yours to check out mine. CreatorofEatingAsian.com. Um, yes, go to um, www.EatingAsian.com. The store is now open. All right. So selling the customized costs, uh, coffee, and then the spring roll kits. Oh, oh, that's cool. If The Apprentice ever goes back to non-celebrities, she should be on it. This one. I know. Oh, this one. No way. This one. Uh-uh. Don't be modest <laughs> no, right now. Not, I know. I can see what people... I know. think all the women in this room could pick, but... <laughs> she works... You talk about 72-hour challenge. She does that for her own self. <laughs> Diddy don't tell her to do that. She does that on her own. Uh, uh, my name is Ronnie. You can follow me on oh, Twitter, at Ronnie Jr. Media. And do you want to do any last plugs on your website, Twitter, whatever? Yeah, yes. my Twitter is at Aubrey O'Day, and this one's Twitter is at All About Mary, two yeah. R's, and that one's All About Ginger. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, yeah. They have over a thousand followers. Don't get it twisted. Darn you. Um, and um, oh just God. thank you to my fans. Support Celebrity Apprentice every Sunday night, 9 yeah. p.m. And um, what else are we doing? Shout outs? You could just say how great you loved Aubreyoday.com. <laughs> I loved you guys. Thank you. There you Thanks go. for coming. Yeah. Johnny, I have to love, say you. I love you the most just because of you course. are right or die. Yeah. I have to say that. We go back to that, uh, sure. that ugly right and, and Ronnie, you look amazing. Thank You're you. So, I seriously, when I was watching, I was like, he's sexy. I was on the, you're, li- you're lying, but then <laughs> No, I really did. Oh. I really did. I, I, say it again so they could hear. <laughs> Ronnie um, is so sexy. I, I was on the treadmill today and I was like, okay, I really got to get it together for today. Anyways, thanks you guys for watching Celebrity Apprentice. Aubrey, you're always welcome to hang out, of course. And that was it. After show style. Alina, Kristen, Kim Lai, Ronnie, and, and Aubrey. Aubrey. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.